when you start out, you don't know, so you're testing or whatever. And I get that because that's what I do. But then after a while, I was like, okay, what feels right for me? I know this is what is allegedly you're supposed to be, but what actually feels good for me? And then create your practice and do it that way. And you don't have to tell anybody what you're doing. You don't have to tell them how you're practicing. Keep that to yourself. But do what always, 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 this practice, in my opinion, is supposed to be, it's supposed to be enlightening, uplifting. It's supposed to be something you enjoy doing. It's something that you can integrate into your life and it's not stressing you out. And you have to, have to, have to use your intuition and feel into what feels good for you and what is the way that you want to honor honor your ancestors if you want to, or if you want to do deities, or if you want to do extraterrestrials, whatever it is, do what feels good to you. And I, I can't like express that enough. Welcome to On the Cusp of Something Beautiful, where we discuss a range of topics centered around art, creativity, mental health and wellness, and my favorite thing to talk about, listening to our intuitive guidance. I'm your host, Amikale Imani, and this podcast is simply a guide to welcome you back to your truest self. Each episode, I get radically honest on how I navigate being an intuitive creator, the struggles, the wins, the lessons, and of course, the intuitive hits. My hope is that you hear something today that reminds you of who you are and why your gifts, whatever they may be, are valuable and important to be shared with the world. So welcome home, friend. I hope you're ready to meet your highest, most beautiful, and rarest self. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. I am your host, Nicole Imani. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you all so much for joining me again this week. Um, and thank you for your patience as I have been, have been getting these episodes out a little slower and later than expected. But, you know, I'm giving myself a lot of grace to just move through and navigate through my energy and my, you know, what I'm dealing with in my life, um, with just so much love and compassion. So I just, uh, thank you all so much (laughs) for your patience. But, um, so before we get started, let's jump into this week's Oracle card that I pulled for today's episode. So I pulled protection and it was interesting because like, I was shuffling the deck and I saw it as I was shuffling the deck and I was like, hmm, it's interesting that that stood out to me so strongly. So I like, after I saw the car, you know, I'm just like cutting the deck and da 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 da. I like cut the deck a couple extra times to like, mm, let me make sure I don't pull that card. And guess what card I pulled? Protection. So I was like, clearly this needed to come into the light um, and needed to be shared with, with all of us today. Everyone who's listening to this episode, no matter when you're listening to it, this applies to you, my love. So protection. So the first things that came to me when I saw this card, and I just kind of tuned in to like, what's the insight? What's the messaging, messaging that wants to come through for this card? And I heard, you are safe and you are secure. And I'm like, okay, like, is there anything else? Of course, I'm like, I'm like, what, like, what else? What else is there? What else else is there? And uh, that's all I heard. It was like, you are safe, you are secure. And I'm like, all right. For whatever reason, I'm like, that's not satisfying my, my, my ego. (laughs) Like, I want some more. So I was like, you know what? Let me, let me, let me read into this a little bit more. So here's what stood out for me when I, when I went into the guidebook to get some deeper insight about this card protection. And it's a really beautiful card. So there's like this woman, she basically is in the shape of an egg, like, and there's this bird that's carrying her. So like she's in a nest and the bird is carrying the nest like on its like front body, like flapping its wings and like carrying this, this woman like safely, you know, in, in this realm of protection. So the um so this is what stood out to me you are loved and protected identify your fears you can protect yourself better trust in yourself and i really i thought the identify yourself sorry identify your fears you can protect yourself better i thought that was so interesting because i'm currently in the process of just like allowing my fears to come up and like acknowledging them and not trying to ignore them or not trying to like, oh, but I shouldn't think that way. Or, oh, I should like, I should, you know, think that 
X, Y, Z, much more positive outcome is going to happen. Because if I think negative, then that's what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. But like, there, there definitely is a lot of power in like, this is what I'm afraid of happening, you know, and using that as information. So I was like, okay, how can I make sure that's not what happens instead of ignoring it? And then it, that ultimately ends up happening anyways. I, I definitely have been realizing like the more we ignore things, the more it comes into fruition. So it's like by just like calling it out exactly what it is, like I see you and like really taking the power out of it. I think that's what the lesson truly is. It's like taking the power out of your fear. So if you know this thing is what's scaring you and looking at that and being like, okay, so what can I do to make sure that's not what happens? Like, like, like what's the opposite energy or what's the opposite action from like this, this fear that I have coming through? And then moving in that way. Um, and then something else that stood out to me. Um, <laughs> okay, so here's our chance to let go of our resistance. Surrender and let go. To do that with confidence, we may feel that we need some support from the universe or whatever we believe our higher power to be. That support can take the form of feeling protected from whatever might happen and helping us get the courage to release what needs to go. Mm, that, that was so, 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 so beautiful. Um, and what else did I want to mention? Yeah, a lot of like trusting yourself to do what you need to do. Trusting in yourself. So that's really the message that I'm picking up from this card. It's just like, you are safe and you are secure. Like you are safe and secure to do what you need to do to move through these fears, to move past these fears and to really release the, the power that these fears have over you. Cause I feel like that's truly what ends up manifesting is like we give these fears so much power that they have power to take shape and take form into our lives instead of like being like, you know what? This is what it is. This is what I'm afraid of. So let's move in a direction that um, is more in alignment with my truth and less in alignment with my fears. Hmm. How about that? And that's a message that I received yesterday too. It's like lean more into love and less into fear. So that's, you know, if you're trying to figure out like, well, what's the, what's the, what, like, how do you counter the energy of fear? It's love. And this is something that I'm constantly having to be reminded of because I forget <laughs> a lot. That, listen, that fear is gripping, okay? You'd be forgetting a whole lot of shit when you were scared. <laughs> but that was something that, that I was reminded of literally yesterday of like, lean more into love. Like when you feel that fear coming over you, like acknowledge your fears and then figure out like, how can I approach this thing from a place of love? Because the more power I give to love, the less power I give to my fears. So there's that. Um, so I wanted to do this intro, um, real quick because I was just about to do the dishes and start cooking dinner when something channeled through me so, so, so clearly y'all. And I was like, oh, I gotta hop on the mic right quick and like just share this. Um, so I did an Oracle card reading earlier today with Rob Bonaparte, the founder of Gentle Guy. He's gonna be on the show very soon, um, sometime next month in November. And something I shared with him just kind of boomeranged back to me, okay? And so, the insight that came through in regards to his response is what I'm about to share with you all today. Cause I was just kind of, cause like our, our reading was like super powerful. And like, I took away a lot away from it just on a personal level, um, which tends to happen sometimes in my readings. Like, you know, I'll read for someone else, but like more often than not, there's going to be like a little bit of like insight and knowledge that I also need to take away from myself. And so his reading was so powerful. I was like, ooh, we like this readings for me as well. <laughs> so I was just kind of reflecting on that, like some of the things that came through and I was just kind of mulling over. And, um, that's what I'm about to share with you all today. So, and here it is. <laughs> so there's a shift that takes place when those of us who are called into spiritual paths step out into the light, into our light, or at least begin that journey, right? And so in our past lives, and I'm referencing like the aspects of ourselves that once were like in this lifetime, you know, not like necessarily like 
like lifetimes ago, but like when I'm saying like those of us who have transformed and transitioned out of certain careers and certain things, like those, like those past aspects of self, um, that existed unconsciously in the more like matrix and mainstream parts of society. We were like cool playing those roles. Those roles kept us safe and our ignorance kept us safe from our power they kept us in a fog of forgetfulness, of amnesia. But when it's time for the soul, the soul sovereign self to come, to come correct, to get in alignment with not only the will of the divine, but with our will, that's the part that we forget, you know? That's the part that we forget. Like, this is just as much our will as it is spirit's. So we shrink down. We physically shrink down. We don't go as hard for ourselves as we did for the thing. And the, and the thing is in quote. so insert whatever your ego-based attachment is. Um, mine is work, being recognized in my career field. And I've, and I've shared this before in my episode about um, where is your ego attached or where is your ego located? Um, and I'll, I'll link that in the show notes, that episode. But there's still this collective spell. And I'm going to call it a spell because it's been casted over those of us who who come to this planet to initiate a level of power that only our soul groups have access to. And we all have power, okay? I'm just going to put that out there as a disclaimer. Um, but there are some of us who have access to different levels of power. And I'm not here to be the judge and jury on that for you. That's that's the inner work you have to do on you um, to figure out what that looks like for you. <laughs> but for the collective I'm referring to, my soul group, it's a very potent energetic power and one that clearly requires several layers of initiation of our own doing of our own doing. So these are levels that our soul has put in place to make sure like we are in it to win it for source and for love because we're here for love. We're here for the light of truth. We're here to incorporate our darkness and to see our shadow selves and still love ourselves wholly regardless of the trauma and the ridicule that we've been through. So when our souls get reactivated, when it's time to reclaim our light and our power, it's like all that gusto we had when we were fighting for the accomplishments and the achievements for the mainstream, like that, like that whole ego, like based self just like washes away. But I came into the understanding today of that energy. Like we, we had to show the world what we can achieve and look how many degrees I have and look how many things I've done. But we ultimately have to use that same level of energy, like that same type of gusto when it's time to walk in our power and in our truth and when it's time to really stand apart from the masses and from the crowd. Like we have to go just as hard. And it's so funny because I did a, an interview today with um, an old friend slash co-worker slash she was my boss low-key <laughs> high-key actually uh with Trisha and she was just saying the same thing and I was telling her in our interview I was like yo I just downloaded that like what you're saying like I just downloaded that crazy so and that's why I really felt called and led to share this with you all because I didn't really know what this intro was going to be about I was like I'm gonna make it short blah 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 but like this came through and I was like no I have to speak on this because it's so true like we have to approach our path and our power with that same energy that we were given to the world for like accolades and recognition and blah, 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 and all of the things, right? The physical things. So we have to be ready to show the world, like, look how powerful I am. Like, look, look what my circumstances tried to make me believe about myself, but I chose to believe otherwise. I chose to believe in my truth. I chose to sink deeper into my heart's power, like, look how embodied I am. Watch me walk through these flames and come out without a scratch on me. Like, we have to be that kind of bold. Like, I'm proud to be a messenger for Source. I'm proud to be here to activate those sleeping souls who've forgotten their mission. Like, I'm here to fulfill my promise to the collective. 
I'm here to reconnect with my soul tribe and to make quantum leaps and to shift out of these 3D falsehoods, like to shift out of these 3D falsehoods, these lies that we've been fed and told to believe and to absorb and to embed in our psyche. You know, for those of us who are on that part of the path, because we, you know, we all, we're all in different aspects of the path. We're all on different levels and there's nothing wrong with that. That's what makes the world go around. We can't all be on the same place, <laughs> on the same page. And it's fine. That's totally fine. But I just realized like I had to jump back into my power real quick. Like, cause I forgot. I was so afraid to truly stand firm in my light. Source had to remind me, like literally had to remind me whose I was and what I was here to do and accomplish at a soul level, not ego, like on some real, 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 real shit. Like not on this 3D, I have something to prove to the world type shit. Like, nah, like this is a whole other level of, of awareness and consciousness. And I'm going to have a story for y'all, but I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it for my solo episode that's going to be coming up um, November, the first of November, because it it deserves that. I have a lot to share with y'all what I've been going through and just like, it's been a lot just energetically, you know, physically, emotionally, all of that. (laughs) It's, It's a lot, but you know... That's why I've been all over the place with the podcast because I've just, you know, been having to really prioritize my soul care, like on like on some next level type uh, prioritization. But I wanted to share what came through for me today because I, a lot of us are going through this shift and we're waking up and realizing we've been playing for the wrong team. And I don't mean wrong in a dualistic way. I mean, like as far as our motives, you know? Like I had to realize you can't be playing for source and trying to hold on to the world. It it just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And it will get you off balance every single time. Every single time you try to hold on to any aspect of this, this illusion, essentially, it catches us off balance. Because that's not why we're here. We're not here to be attached to these things, to enjoy them. And to, you know, have fun and and blah, 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 great. But we have to remember at the core of all of that, like why we're here and what we're here to do. And when those things become our our mission, instead of our purpose being our mission, that's when we get fucked up. (laughs) So we really have to... We have to get to a level of detachment where, where our ego isn't still connected to these physical things. We have to lighten our load, lighten our burdens, like, oh man, there's there's so much that I want to get into, but I'm going to save it. But just get ready, y'all, because it's coming, okay? This podcast is about to shift on so many different levels, and I've already been coming into... It's already been coming into my awareness, but after after today, after I got this message, this download, I was like, yeah, I see it even more clearly how much I've been hiding myself and my truth. And, you know, I'm just going to tell you like this, my truth may not resonate with your truth and that's okay. This just may not be the podcast for you anymore and that's okay too. There's 5,100,000 different podcasts I'm more than sure one of those will meet your needs, but you know, I just have to honor my authenticity and my integrity. And, you know, I've been toning a lot of myself down just subconsciously, like not intentionally at all, just solely at a subconscious level, just a lot of old people pleasing habits that I'm still shedding and releasing. Like, oh, I want people to like the show. I want people to listen to the podcast. I don't want to talk about that and scare anybody away. And when people think I'm weird and man, fuck all of that. I don't care anymore. Like I just, I don't have the energy. Like I don't have the energy. Like I need to utilize my energy for things that are much, much, much more important than worried about somebody not liking me. So that's just where it is. That's what's where I'm at. But, you know, it's just crystal clear to me now that I I just don't have the luxury of not speaking my truth anymore. Um, that's just not it for me, you know. And uh, some of the things that have been coming into my awareness, I've been doing a lot of inner child work and just really tapping into my heart power and all of that, which I'll talk about again when I do my solo episode. But, you know, I've had a lot of lifetimes where I couldn't be authentic. I couldn't speak my truth. 
I couldn't honor my energetic gifts. And I've just come into the awareness that this lifetime, this lifetime right here, <laughs> this lifetime right here, I'm here to live my life so loud and proud. Like, it don't make no damn sense. Like, that's all I can tell y'all. Like, I'm just here to be me 100% to the tooth, to the bone, down to the root, like all of it. And, and, and you know what? Hey, listen. I've I've done the, I've done I've played the game already. I've like I said I've had lifetimes where I've played the game where appeasing the mainstream was my duty, you know, like that was my societal role that I needed to fulfill was to act accordingly and be respectable and be all these 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 things. But not anymore. You know, like that's not what I came here this lifetime to do was to continue playing out old shit. Like that's not it. That's not why I'm here. And so I'm really glad that these next two episodes for this month, for the month of October, are all about shedding the stigma around being our authentic selves. So to get into today's episode, I chat with Reiki Master Empress Shoshana about her journey into soul healing and the Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) Nah, I'm just kidding. But damn near. I've been watching a lot of Harry Potter for Halloween, so that's why I had to throw that in there. But um, Shoshana and I go deep into her journey into witchcraft, um, and I just loved being able to chat with Shoshana about, you know, magic and witchcraft and spells and energy and so many other beautiful spiritual things. I, I hope you all enjoy this episode too, and I hope that it opens up your third eye. Um, and thanks again, y'all, for your patience with me getting these episodes out. I really, really appreciate it. Um, also, don't forget, December 30th will be the season finale of On the Cusp of Something Beautiful. We'll be moving to seasonal episodes starting spring of next year, which is Thursday, March 24th, 2022. Also, I am raising scholarship funds for my course, Activate your soul, activate yourself to not only help creative and entrepreneurial seekers shift out of self-sabotage, but to also grant partial and full scholarships to those in need. I am really working on making this work accessible to those who are, you know, really about this life. So (laughs) I don't want money and finances to be something that hinders or blocks people from tapping into their authenticity and and tapping into their soul and really like shifting out of all of the thought patterns, the belief systems, everything that we've been indoctrinated with that keep us kind of really stuck and stagnant and, and, you know, safe, but not in the way that allows our soul to come through safe in a way that keeps our ego protected. So funny that today's car was protection. Because it's really about protecting the soul now. Protecting the soul and protecting the ego is two different energies. So it's really important that we learn to differentiate what that looks like and how that feels and, and what plays out in our lives that is feeding the ego and what's feeding the soul. Okay, so I'm just going to leave that little tidbit there with y'all for y'all to do that inner inquiry on your own. What is feeding the ego and what is feeding the soul? And Cheat code, the soul feels so much more expansive. When you're feeding the soul, the soul feels so much more expansive. Ego feels like scurred. That's what ego feels like, scurred. And I don't know if I'm going to do this. And I don't know if it's going to work. And I don't know what's going to happen. Like, that's ego. So really take that. Take that with you and and do a little bit of soul searching, y'all. Figure it out. Um, And so, yeah, back to the scholarships. (laughs) I kind of got on a tangent. But if you're in a space to give, um, you can head to the show notes and donate. I'll also be honoring discounts on my services up to the amount you donate. And um, yeah, that's all I have for you all. I will see you all next week. And again, I hope you enjoy this episode with Shoshana. All right, y'all. Bye. Thank you so much, Shoshana, for joining me today to be in discussion, conversation, shedding some light on all the beautiful topics that we're going to hit on today. But before we get started, I'd love for you to introduce yourself, hear a little bit about your background and everything like that. 
Okay, well, thank you so much for having me. I am so honored that you asked me to be here. Um, so now you want to get all into my business. So. <laughs> all right, so my name is Shoshana and I am a Reiki master. I'm a psychic and I'm also studying to be a crystal certified crystal practitioner. So I'm really excited about that. So I don't even know where to begin. So I am like obsessed with everything from witchcraft to astrology, to crystals, to energy, to healing, like name a modality. And I'm like, oh my God, I need to learn that. <laughs> so that, at least that's how it started. What started my journey, I would say it, it kind of, will say there was a spiritual inkling mm. um, in 2008 when I had written a book, I had a different business and I'd written a book. It was something I wanted to do before I turned 30 and I made that deadline mm -hmm. and the book came out. And I remember sitting, telling my friend, I was like, I'm not like excited as I thought it would be. In fact, I just felt like neutral. There was like nothing. I felt, I felt nothing. I was like, well, this doesn't feel right. So that kind of let me on the path of like, okay, let me start researching and get, you know, that personal development or what they call shelf help, where you're buying all these books. <laughs> and, and during that time, I studied, um, I'm also a certified coach. So I went through coaching practice uh, okay. courses. And I remember saying in 2012 that I want to, I'm just saying out to the universe, I want to get closer. I want to be closer in my spirituality but I didn't know what that meant mm -hmm. and I was like I didn't want to I didn't want to go to church I'm a group Episcopalian okay and I was like I don't want to go to church necessarily but I do want to have a closer connection to spirituality to God and mm. and those things but I, I just kept saying but I didn't know what it meant I didn't know how to I didn't know how to do it right and fast forward to around 2018 um actually no we'll go we'll start from back a little bit I started messing with tarot decks mm -hmm. And in my family, it, Caribbean family, and it was like, you know, Carol's the devil. So mm -hmm. I didn't tell anybody um, because, but I thought it was fascinating. The cards are so pretty and I was mm -hmm. like, how can, you know, and, and the thing that I hear the most about tarot is that it's, it's the devil and he's in, the devil is influencing you through the cards and, you right, know, they're right. evil, but I'm like, it's just cardboard. So I went and I researched about tarot because I'm a nerd, so I like to research. <laughs> I went to research about tarot. I was like, okay, am I messing with the devil? Mm -hmm. And from what I understand is like tarot came through in the 1400s as a, a playing game for like rich noble people. Mm -hmm. And they painted the cards by hand. And I was like, well, that's not how it started. But then it started to, to change as different cultures took it on. And then they started making it um, into a thing and, and using it for fortune telling. And that's mm. kind of how it grew, but it didn't start off being of the devil right. from my understanding. And it was just, it was enlightening for me for that. Cause I'm like, okay, well then maybe everything that everyone says is not true mm -hmm. and I don't have to believe it. And so I kept going on with my tarot journey, um, got certified in tarot. Um, oh, I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, so Biddy Tarot, BiddyTarot.com. Oh, I, Biddy I love that website. Love it too. That when I was looking for a tarot, that's where I, you know, you put in like about tarot, and that's like the number one thing that pops up. I think everyone's come across it. And so she has a certification. So I was like, all right, I'm jumping on this. To, mm -hmm. When I want to learn something really, I find a certification in it because mm -hmm. I like to know step by step. I want to know the history and all that. And I don't feel like having to do all that on my own. If someone's already done it, I was like, all right, give me the starting point, And then I can go and, you know, branch off and go deeper into different mm -hmm, parts. But mm -hmm. I just, I, that's just how I learn. I need a curriculum. And so most of everything that I, that I'm interested in, I have gotten a certification in or, or am getting a certification in. Mm -hmm. So crystals came into my life through my mom. She went to Sedona, which is like the, Ooh metaphysical wow. mecca yeah my description of that um where people go and there's the vortices and all the energy happens mm -hmm. there and she brought back crystals as souvenirs as one does and we knew nothing about it so i looked at the crystals and they came with like explanations on it. she brought me one i can't remember what it was for like writing and for other things and so i was like oh so i started like looking into it and everything and so i got dialed dove into that and then share that with my mom and my parents so we're all into crystals now me and my mom take trips like twice three times a year to go look to go to a certain crystal shop Ooh. to go crystal shopping it's one of the things that's brought us closer together actually 
I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. Um, so from crystals, I learned about energy and then energy led me on to Reiki and then Reiki led me on to opening up my spirit, uh, my psychic development, mm -hmm. which I'm doing now and then into mediumship and then astrology. And it just like kept going on and on and on. And at the point <laughs> I was getting one of the classes I was in for mediumship. And so you read for a person, they read for you. Mm -hmm. And consistently what I was getting read for was like, you need to stop learning and integrate something. Ooh. So I was like, all right, fine. After like the fifth or fifth or sixth time, I was like, okay, fi fine. I get it. Let me stop collecting knowledge and mm -hmm. actually start focusing on something. So that's, that's where I am. So right now I'm just studying uh, Reiki crystals and psychic development and a little bit of astrology, but that's it. <laughs> four things. That's it. Four things. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Okay, so immediately right away, I kind of want to backtrack a little bit to the book part. Okay. Oh, so I had a book, I had a business yeah. it was called, it was called Twentity, um, helping 20-somethings graduate into the real world. Mm. So think about when you're in your 20s, you just come out, you don't know anything. I, was, I didn't know anything, like right. how to get an apartment. Like when I got my first apartment, I didn't know that I was responsible for also contacting someone to get the life. I'm like, well, no one that doesn't come with it. And I remember my mom says like, you didn't know. I'm like, when did you tell me? How right. would I know this? this is my first apartment. I have no idea. And so the idea hit me. I was like, well, what other things do I not know? So I had a blog just sharing the things as I was learning to be an adult mm -hmm. and sharing those experiences. Um, and so then I, I put, uh, yeah. And so I had a book called Life After College, What Your Parents and Professors Never Taught You. So. Okay. And that's you were just like, yeah, I'm not really feeling this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> that's so interesting. Okay. So then I want to, as I'm hearing you go talk about all these different certifications and, the in and these interests that you have, and that's kind of a unintentional, but intentional commonality with all my guests is like, you know, they're all into multiple different things and multiple different career paths and all of these things. So like immediately I'm hearing you, you know, certification this, certification that. And I'm like, how are you balancing this with work? <laughs> you know, the saying is true. When you really want something, you will make time for it. And so I do that like in the mornings, like the crystal certification that I'm sending for now, I do that in the mornings and in the afternoons after, after work in the evenings. Um, to get that done so I just like have a schedule and do it all together and there's some days when I'm like you know I don't feel like studying a daggone thing I'm just here and watch tv and, and then that's what I do <laughs> I love yeah, that. So I didn't do all the certifications at the same time but it's like when at the other it's like when I learned um yeah so when I did coaching certification that was I just did that on its own so all the certifications I do them one at a time not okay. all at the same time so that definitely helps okay wow that's so cool and I didn't know about the coaching part. I knew about the other things, we've, you know, we've talked before, yeah. but I had no idea about the coaching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was 10 years ago. That wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So do you kind of see yourself like, it kind of seems like you're still, you know, gathering some more tools in your, in your tool belt. Do you feel like, you know, coaching is going to kind of like bring that all together or? Oh, I fight with coaching because... Mm. When I was doing coaching, I was coaching 20-somethings, and then I was doing coaching for, for women, so the woman who does everything for everyone else and nothing for herself. Mm -hmm. Then I was doing body confidence, and then I was doing, you know, it was doing the, and then career coaching for women, and it came to a point where when you're coaching someone, you're getting, you know, getting aligned with them mm -hmm. and hearing how they, they think about themselves, and so the women that I was working with, it was just, like, so sad, and so mm. I was like, I can't emotionally I can't take this I'm not helpful to anybody because I'm like oh my gosh this, this is what is going through people's heads mm -hmm. and so I step back from coaching and I, I keep thinking like am I going to bring it back and sometimes I'm like yeah I'll bring it back no I won't so I put you know do the the hokey pokey and mm -hmm. I'm in I'm out I'm in I'm out but right now right now I'm out okay okay and so so you said that was 10 years ago that was prior to any energy insight yeah. Okay, so so because what I'm hearing now, I'm like, hmm, like since and obviously, like you said, you you know, you're out right now because it was like so much emotionally. But I was like, mm, if you would have had like some energetic boundaries, though, you would have been good. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I knew nothing about the audience. I was like, this doesn't feel good. I'm out. Mm, that's so interesting. So, okay, so you know, going back to the tarot aspect, I totally, totally, 
totally resonate with that whole storyline because that's kind of the exact same rhetoric that was being fed to me. So, you know, I go through my spiritual journey 2018 into 2019, summer of 2019, I get this crazy huge download that I want to go to the crystal shop that I, or the, like the spiritual bookshop that I always go to and get an Oracle deck. And I was like, we don't do that. That's the devil. We don't, mm-mm, hold on, wait a second. Pause, 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 pause. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like, I, I'll never forget that day, just like fighting with myself at work the whole mm. day. Like, am I about to do this? Am I going to do this? Well, this is coming from my intuition. My intuition went like just going back and forth, going back and forth. Mm-hmm. I finally go ahead and do it. I go for it. And I find this really super aligned Oracle card deck that I love, 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 love. And then, you know, I've kind of gone down my own path with that as well other Mm -hmm. oracle decks i finally got into tarot as well so you know i really similar to your conclusion i just kind of came to the idea i'm like well this doesn't feel bad you know Mm -hmm. i I always felt like spirit will give me a very clear sign if i'm really going down the wrong path you know Mm -hmm. and i just really decided to just trust that and i'm like this doesn't feel bad like when i pull these cards mind you like I, when I first sat down and did my card pulls, like, I'm not going to read any of the, cause that's like my thing too. I'm like, okay, I want to do everything right. And so like, that way I can get like, be perfect. And like, I can get the right answer and like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm using this tool to really hone in on my intuition. So I'm not going to read any rules yet. I'm just going to just feel into it. And so I'm pulling the cards. I pull three cards and I'm like, what do these cards mean? And instantly I hear past, present, future. So fast forward, I'm on the floor for like two hours in my bedroom. And I'm like, wow. oh, now for two hours. And I finally go into the guidebook and they show me past, present, future. And I was like, okay. holy crap. No, 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 no. This is right. This is right. This is right. This is so aligned. Like there's no way that I would just intuitively just know how to do that without zero experience. No one's ever read my cards for me ever mm. in my life. Like, you know, so it's like, you kind of get those points of confirmation. You're like, no, I'm on the right path. I'm on the mm. right path. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Two hours so, later, like, wait a minute. Tom just flew by, you know, and, and and it's so interesting. Like, you know, when you I for me it kind of felt like a like a past life break, like something coming back from a past life, you know, like mm-hmm. having already known how to do that or having some awareness with it or whatever. But it's just in- interesting, like when you start to really tap into your intuition, how like certain things like that come online. Like for you, you know, the psychic abilities, mediumship is like these are things gifts that you've always had but you're now positioning your, yourself in a place or in a space where like you're able to tap into it and it's not all this judgment and fear and like oh, what's gonna happen and, right. and christianity and religion and all this stuff that like essentially blocks you from a lot of your truth you know exactly because there's those walls up there with, with what you can and cannot do what you should and should not do what you'll be punished for or not mm-hmm. punished for is a lot of out there yeah yeah so i can only imagine when you got the ping to start tapping into witchcraft like what was going through your mind body spirit like what was that journey like so i don't remember what i was thinking before so no that is a lie (laughs) so what i was thinking so guys can't see me i'm a black woman Mm -hmm. so i was of the impression that black people were not doing witchcraft same because that is the devil and definitely that you know that is not what we do that's not our people mm-hmm. so the blessing of instagram i i don't i don't know who i was following or how i got on but i followed one account called the conjure goddess oh and yeah. she does like um intention oils and candles and things of that nature so i was following her and then um she was posting uh someone had done a review on her candle it's a money drawing candle mm. Her name is, uh, we call her Aunt Carla. And I saw her and she was talking about that. And so I went to her page. So she was, you know, I was like, oh, she, she witch. <laughs> so I went to her page and saw that she had all the witchy stuff and she was buying candles and she didn't live too far from me. And so I was like, well, maybe she'll be my friend. So I like followed her and then followed her. And then, you know, get you get the algorithm shows you mm-hmm. other things. So I'm like, there are more black people who are doing <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God. So that was the the thing that that really opened me up because I'm like, oh, okay, all right, okay, this is something that can happen. Mm-hmm. And then also, um, Aunt Carla, she had um, master classes, weekly master classes that she would do. Own your power, herbal um, herbal medicine, herbal witchcraft, and like mm. uh, magics, um, 
love magic and candle magic and protection and bit, like all those things we could weaken up and more people are showing up and more people, black and brown people are showing up. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is amazing. <laughs> so from there, I actually started to seek out because you know, I love a certification. If you mm-hmm. don't, you know it now. So I'm looking, I was like, okay, I need someone to put this in a step-by-step process for me. Mm-hmm. So I went onto, you know, Google and I found the Magical Path School of Witchcraft and Wizardry. And I can't remember the rest of the names. Mm-hmm. And so she had a Witch 101 um, course, which is for a year and a day. Wow. So I signed up. And so then every month is a different thing. So we learned about altars. Then we learned about the the history of witchcraft. We learned about the moon and all, like every month was a different, different subject. So you mm. can just to touch on a little bit. So if you want to explore whatever, but you know, all the, you have all the components to start growing your knowledge base. Mm-hmm. And so that was like a year and a day. And so I finished that in June. So yeah. So it's oh, been this past in, year this past year. Oh, cool. Congratulations. Thanks. So it was really interesting because it's like, okay, so when people think of witch, you think of the woman who has the pointy hat, um, the, the wicked witch of the West. Mm -hmm. And, um, someone says, which you think of someone who's like working with the devil again, Mm -hmm. um, who is trying to do something evil or has evil intentions. Right. And for me, that's not what it is. A witch is really a person who woman or man, um, who is using the natural elements and energy to create what they want. And that's it because I use, I use crystals. I use herbs. I use candles. I use, I time things by astrology mm-hmm. and then with Reiki and all those to create, create things that I want. And I don't see anything nefarious in that at all. Right. Right. Mm, I love that. Oh, so many questions. Well, first thing that popped to my mind, what does your mom know about this? Yes, my mom knows. My mom is my mom does know. And okay. that's also that also helps me be fine with it. Like, my mom was okay with it. And whatever. <laughs> Say what I you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like what was her first reaction when, when she came into this awareness? We came in her own awareness on her own time because the crystals were the thing for some reason that, that opened her up. Okay. Um, and then through the pandemic, um, there was a woman that I followed and she had monthly classes. Um, name is Shannon and things wise women. Mm-hmm. And so she had monthly full moon circles where she'd do um uh, talk a little about astrology, then she would do card and she'd do Reiki, then she'd do card readings. And so I got my mom involved in it. So my mom started, you know, being okay. She loved that. She enjoyed that. Mm. And then over time, we were hanging out one day. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to buy a tarot deck. What? Do you know what that is? Because when I told her that I was studying tarot, like years, like this is 2012, she was like, mm, okay. But I'm like, what? So it was really, it was really um, interesting. So she's slowly been um, coming along on, on her journey. And so we've been able to share this as she, you know, as she's journeying and I'm journeying and it's just, mm. it's just a really beautiful experience. And I'm really excited about. I love that. I love that so much. Cause you know, obviously you're going to do whatever is aligned for you, you know, whether she uses it or not, but there really is something to having that, like, <clears throat> excuse me, not the okay, but just like, there's that space and that freedom to be open and candid and authentic with your parents yes. you know it's like you're not like oh, when I go with my mom I'm like you can't say this and can't do that I don't feel like hearing her mouth like it's just like you know it's just that energy that just kind of shifts and it's like yes you still want to hold on to like what's true for you your truth your authenticity but at the same time it's like you kind of already are putting up this wall this barrier like when I get around these people right. I have mm-hmm. to you know can't talk about this can't talk about that blah blah right. blah so you're kind of having to shift your energy so just having that space open like that's so beautiful it is. It really is to have that freedom and to, and to have someone like in my family be able to talk about, or, you know, if I, when I have a, a, a Reiki session or a psychic session, I'm like, oh, you know, this, I can turn and be like, hey, you know, in this session, this, this happened. And it's just, it's just really nice to have that freedom there. Yeah. hundred percent. So what are some witchy one-on-one tips? People who are, who are like, hmm, that's kind of piquing my interest. I'm, I'm, I'm curious. What would you say? Like the first I don't know, uh, things you can do to kind of start familiarizing yourself. 
I would say go to a bookstore and look at the, the books on there. I wouldn't say necessarily to get on the internet because there's so many different things. And with a book, usually with books, they have other resources. So if you really get into that topic, you can go to other books and really dive in deeper. So I would say to go and, and look, what part are you interested in? Are you interested in, okay, please do not come into witchcraft trying to create a spell to get someone to love you. That's just not where it's at. That's not what it's for. Um, it's really to help develop you as a, I feel it's really to help develop you as a person. And then they call it shadow work mm -hmm. where you look into the things that are stopping you from getting what you want already. And then to dive deeper and be like, okay, if I am having a problem with, we'll use relationships as usually the easiest thing, mm -hmm. but I'm problems with relationships, what is getting in the way of me connecting with people? What is it about me that is, because the world is a, is a reflection of you. Right. So if what you're seeing, you're not enjoying, be like, okay, what in this might be a reflection of me or something that's blocking me and look into that. Coming into really what it is, is owning your own power mm. is knowing where, or at least being curious to know where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are and how you can build those up. So specific books, I don't have off the top of my head, but what are you curious? And are you, are you looking to be a psychic witch? I say that because um, Matt Oren, he has a book called Psychic Witch and mm. you can go through that. There's also a book that I recently got, um, Intuitive Witchcraft, User hmm. Intuition in Your Witchcraft by Astrea Taylor. And there, there is, um, you know what? There's an account called Witch With Me. And they have a lot of stuff for beginners. They have an account on Instagram called witch.with.me mm -hmm. that I would check out. And I think, the, I don't know when this is airing, but if you go there, they have like free classes. They give you um, places to start out with. There's, there's, I'm like overwhelmed. There's like so much out there. I'm like, I'm overwhelmed to tell you. So I would start with which with me okay. to look in there um, to see like what they have like on their Instagram account. Cause they, they have, they have authors that they promote that are doing um, thing, great things in the, in the community, but also just go to the bookstore and see, what are you interested? Are you interested in, in chakras? Are you interested in crystals? Are you interested? Are you uh, like a kitchen witch? Like there are women who, and men who will use chamomile in your tea to make you feel calm you can use a simple a simple uh, spell you can do is making your tea in the morning think about what you want the day to be about mm. how do you want to feel in your day I'm a, I'm not a person who thinks who tries to direct every single moment of every single day because if I did I would stress out and nothing I want want would happen mm -hmm. but I always like to think about how do I want to feel today so if you want to say I want to be happy today I want to have joys and if there are obstacles, I have the answers to overcome them. And you imbue that into your tea. You pour it in, you stir it, you think about it. And when you take that, you know, you put that energy in there. And when you drink that tea, you imagine you're drinking in that joy. You're drinking in mm. that calmness. You're drinking in that being able to have all the answers. And that's an easy thing that you can do any morning any, any or any time of the day. Mm. I love that. I love that. So this really sounds like to me, I'm sure there are other components, but like, what I'm taking away from it is like the key component is just like that intentionality factor. It's being super, super, super intentional. It is absolutely. There's a saying, um, like you, you are the wand. You are the biggest ingredient <gasps> in air spell. I love that. You are the wand. Yes, I believe. I want to say that Aunt Carla said that first. Um, a red soul flower. Um, but you, um, or it was the Witch of Wonderland. I've watched a lot of. <laughs> YouTube and have friends and everything but yeah but you are you are the one mm, I love that that's so like just hearing that just feels so empowering you know um and I was going to say because you had say something you said something about earlier something earlier about uh witchcraft being about taking back your power yes and that's something that I've, I've been working on lately been doing that shadow work as you mentioned earlier because mm -hmm. um, it really is so important to just look inside yourself and, and, and ask like how am I sabotaging like, how, where is my self-sabotage at you know yeah um and really just coming to terms with it being honest and and, and not judging yourself not being oh, critical we've done enough of that 
our whole lives. You know, it's like now it's kind of time to really just shift our mindset, shift our perspective. But I did a, what was it? Weekend, Sunday before last, I've been doing these live Oracle card readings on IG and I pulled, we have the same deck, the Queen of the Moon um, Oracle deck and I pulled power and, I've, and I have been wanting to pull this card. I'm like, where does this card ever show up any of my lamps? <laughs> and I pulled and I was like, oh crap, there it is, power, the full moon. And I just felt so much energy in it. And it was like, just really, you talk about that mirror aspect, really that mirror of like, this is what I want, but why don't I feel like I'm already there? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like what, like what, how can I bridge that gap to really anchoring into that and like allowing every moment, like you said, with the tea, like, like that could be a daily thing that you do every time you drink your teas is holding that attention. It's like, how can I be more intentional with being in my power, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm curious, like what has that, through this process of pushcraft and this energy healing and energy work in, in your whole spiritual journey, like what is what is the, what has that felt like for you? Really reclaiming your power. It's been fun and scary because still it's that stigma a little bit of of studying witchcraft. It's like is it still so still working? To be honest, still working on that. Um, but then when mostly when I'm just with other people who are not in that, it's like, you know, what would they think? Um, but when I'm with people who I know get it, it's, it's fun. You know, what, what spells did you work on or what's working for you? And, you know, it's, it's, so it's, it's a whole new community, whole new different type of people who are more, who are more positive mm-hmm. and really believe when you're people who I know have been practicing for 30 plus years and they're just, they are sovereign. They are in their power. Wow. You can see it and you're like, man, I want to be like that mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, so I would say it's fun, sometimes scary, but it's also, also uplifting. Mm-hmm. I love that. Oh, that's so beautiful. Um, my next question is, what is the most significant or, uh, I don't know, life-changing thing you've casted for, brought forth, <laughs> manifested, whatever you want to call it? This apartment that mm-hmm. I'm in right now. Um, so I had to move because um, I, I was done with the apartment that I was in. And I wanted to have a new place and I wanted to, I wanted to feel luxurious to me. And so I was, it was one of the, um, with the um, Magical Path School of Witchcraft and Wizardry, um, the Witchcraft 101 class, they, uh, as we're going, the, I think the 10th month is when you start to, it's when you do a spell mm. for the first time, because you got to learn everything else. Everything is like, learn everything, get all the information, and then you put together. And it just happened to coincide with when I was going to move, when I oh, went to move. Wow. So I was like, this is perfect. So we got the herbs together. I times through astrology. I, so Thursday is Jupiter's day. Jupiter is about abundance and Taurus. Taurus is my sign, but Taurus uh, natively in the, in the houses is on fight is about finances. So I did it on that Thursday, the planet on. So it was Taurus. It was on a Thursday and I did it during the planetary hour of Jupiter. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, have my incantation. I had my um, list of everything that I wanted in the apartment, and then I set it on fire. Like, ah! oh. let's see what happens. <laughs> and then went for went uh, apartment hunting and everything. And then I came across. I walked in here. At first, I was like, mm, I don't know if I like it. But then they said there was a pool on the property. I was like, I'm in. So. <laughs> <laughs> this place is, it, I love it. I wanted a place that would have a view and we have a nice, I have a nice view here. I'm on the corner. There's mm. a pool, there's deck, there's a fireplace, which wasn't even on my list. <gasps> Ooh. Um, right. The fireplace and the deck weren't even on my list. What was on my list um, was a garage and I have a personal garage that like up, opens and closes, nice. and a lot and a washer and dryer in the apartment because I was tired of going outside Ooh. those are the two things that I wanted so I got that plus more so mm. I just so this I say is my biggest magical flex to date oh, my magical flex <laughs> I love that and so I kind of am familiar with like the certain days of the weeks and the planets I haven't looked up the hours and stuff so I'm just curious what was the hour that you cast it on what's hour so, you, or was there it an, so the hour was the Jupiter hour so okay. every hour of the day a planet rules an hour mm-hmm. 
And so I don't know that off the top of my head. I have an app that I look at that tells me <laughs> that tells me when that is. But yeah, so um, and so the uh, it's one of the seven planets. Well, and even though the sun and the moon are not really planets, but um, sun, moon, Mars, Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, and Saturn all have an hour throughout the day um, that you can that you can use as extra oomph for your spells. Mm. What have you? Ooh, I love that. And what's that app? It's Time Nomad. Time Nomad. Okay, I'm gonna yeah. look that up. Time yeah. Nomad. And it's Time funny nomad. when you said that, you know, every planet has an hour. I, I, I immediately thought about, you know, um, Egyptian, Egyptology, ancient, ancient <laughs> Egyptian cultures and things like that and how like precise they were about certain things. And I remember I was really curious one day um, and I wanted to look up like the Egyptian Book of the Dead, even though I know that's like the very secular secular term or the very modern term but it's called something completely different um yeah. but i googled it anyways and i and I, I think it's like i'm not gonna even act like i remember the name but it's a different name <laughs> and i'm like looking through it trying to like some egyptologist or whatever like uh translated the scroll the scripts or the scrolls or, or whatever mm-hmm. and i remember coming across one point where every hour of the of the day there was a, a god or a goddess that ruled mm. that hour that they would like pray to connect to, especially when they were like burying the dead or like welcoming in the third, yeah, welcoming the dead into like the afterlife. There's like a certain hour for each god or goddess, and I was just like, that is so interesting. And and I think it really mm. just goes back back to that point of being intentional, and and yeah. that's something you know on a societal standard. That's not something that's really. Um, what's the word I want to use, like pushed or, you know, it's like you really have to kind of come into your journey or come into like some sort of community or something where you're like learning all these things where you're like, oh, wow, like I'm rushing through the day. I'm hurrying here. I'm hurrying there. Like, you know, even me before our call was like, I had like run to the grocery store right quick. And I'm like in the line, the line's freaking crazy long for self-checkout. And I was like, I'm not going to get anxious. I'm not going to, nope. I was like, I'm going to stand here. I'm going to be patient until it's my turn. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to wait, you know, I'll just tell Shoshana I'm a few minutes behind. It's, like, you know, instead of being like, oh my God, like I'm really late and all this energy and like, like, yeah. no, you know, we're so, we're so used to just being in that, in that mode of operation. And, and it really is like so much more helpful when you're just able to just kind of take a step back, take a breath, calm yourself down. And it's something I've been working with the last few days because actually, actually host moon circles. I just started and then during the, the, the new moon, in Virgo, so it's just a couple. This, we're just into this to the second month now, and hey. so in the this past new moon in um, Libra, time came up. The conversation around time came up, and so I've been working with these um, af- abundance affirmations that I also tap to. I do EFT too as well, and so I was like getting ready for bed, and I listening to the affirmations, and I can't remember what the sequence of words he says. You know, my soul is abundant. This is abundant. That is abundant. And, it is, and I was just like, time is abundant. I'm like, time mm-hmm. is abundant. If, if yeah. time is infinite, the infinite source of like, yeah. you know, can't be created or destroyed. Part of that whole uh, philosophy. I'm like, then it's abundant too. Like, there's lots of time. You know, mm-hmm. will our physical bodies be here for all of that time? No, but in theory, in essence, like time is forever, you know? And so that really like helped me like to, to start my days more intentional, even though I try to do that anyways, but it's really easy to just kind of get caught up, swept up or yes. whatever. <laughs> and, and so when I feel that energy, I'm like, time is abundant, time is abundant. Everything that wants to get, it's like my little mantra prayer that I, that I always say, I'm like, everything that wants to get done today will be completed. Everything mm-hmm. that wants to get done today will be completed. You know, and, and to your point, like you said earlier, if I try to control, okay, at this hour I do this, and at that hour I do that, and at that, it's like you feel like a failure every day because yeah, you don't get everything done. <laughs> exactly, it didn't happen exactly the way that I planned it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. So yeah, I think that that intentional component. I love what you shared about the tea. Thank you so much for that. I'm I'm gonna take that in, and you know, I I I'll I. We can call it prayer or I infuse my, you know, my drinks with energy or whatever, but I don't, I can't say that I really, it's kind of like I say it and I'm done. I can't say that I really like take it in, feel it, like allow Mm -hmm. it, you know what I mean? I don't think, I don't take that extra step. So I'm really going to be more intentional about that because I I love when you said that it is something about, something about it just kind of lit up in me like, I don't don't do that. 
And if, and if tea is not your thing, you don't like to drink, you could use any beverage mm -hmm. to do it with. Um, one thing that I do actually is I script out my day, how I want to feel for the day. Mm. So, all right, you know, today is, an, today is an amazing day. I already claim it. Today is an amazing day. I get through all my projects. I feel, and I leave the day feeling amazing and feeling proud of myself or whatever I feel like writing that day. And then I do it. And then I close it up and I put it on the side. I don't, I don't stress over it. I don't think it, like it's already done. Day's already done. And then when I go back the next day, next morning when I'm going up, I look through and I'm like, you know, I did feel this way. This did happen the way it is. It's like, you don't, you can feel it definitely. But the whole thing is like not to be solely focused on it because when you do, you'll crush it. Like the kids, when they have chased the, the lightning bugs mm. and you have it and you're suffocating, like, oh, I'm gonna keep it forever. It's gonna be, and then you open it, it's dead because it didn't have any, it didn't grow. It didn't have time to get the oxygen. So it's like putting your things out there, but not being like so stressed over them. Mm. And I love to say, be, be determined in your destination, but flexible in how you get there. Oh, I love that. I actually have a very similar um, mantra that I came with that I have on my, my cabinet yeah. where I do all my, my little Oracle card readings and my work and stuff at. And it says, um, stay flexible in your determination. There you go. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Wow. Uh, thank you so much for all this insight and wisdom and just allowing us to really peek into another level and layer of truth behind us, spirituality, energy, witchcraft, like all of that stuff. I think it's so important to, you know, have these conversations and it's also important to be open-minded. You can have this conversation all day long, but if you're not really open to receiving or to hearing another perspective, like you're not right. going to really get anywhere. So, <laughs> and, and just because you're hearing another perspective doesn't mean you have to adopt it. It's just absolutely just listening, just being open, just being spiritually open. Absolutely, hundred percent. So before I uh, release you. <laughs> I'm very curious, you know, we have Halloween coming up. Um, mm -hmm. What, what, hmm, what tips, tricks, uh, insights, wisdom do you have for us around honoring Halloween, honoring our ancestors, Samhain? What would you, what would you like people to know about that, that season, that time of the month? You know, a lot of people say that the veil is thinning around that time. Mm -hmm. But I feel like the veil is thin all the time mm. because I do psychic readings and mediumship. And I feel if it was, if it was thick, like, you know, <laughs> comforter, then I wouldn't be able or, or, or no one would be able to go, you know, to connect with the other side. So, so that's one thing that I would say, but I don't think it's the only time. Is it a good time? Because I think there's that, that there's something to the collective energy yeah, and, yeah. and believing that 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 happens. Um, but also I feel do what feels right to you. And no matter what it is, if you feel like that's the time you want to have like a a moment and talk to your ancestors, do an altar and work with that, then do that. But if you happen to don't or you or you forget, like don't don't freak out about it. Like just enjoy, enjoy that time. And there's no in order to study witchcraft, there is no rule that says you have to honor Samhain um, slash Halloween <laughs> or else you were going to be kicked out. There's nothing like that. It's like just just have fun. Mm, I love that. Just have fun, y'all. Just have fun. Just That's have such fun. a yeah, like, that, and that's all throughout life. Just have fun, find your joy, be in your joy. Like, that's such a powerful, transformative tool is mm -hmm. to be in your joy, you know? And I also wanted to add, for those who are just getting into witchcraft and always just do what feels good to you. There are some people out there who have a way of making up rules of what you're supposed to do and what you're not mm -hmm. supposed to do. And I would, I'm highly against that. It's, when you start out, you don't know. So you're testing or whatever. And I get that because that's what I do. But then after a while, I was like, okay, what feels right for me? I know this is what is allegedly you're supposed to do, but what actually feels good for me? And then create your practice and do it that way. And you don't have to tell anybody what you're doing. You don't have to tell them how you're practicing. Keep that to yourself. But do what always, 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 this practice, in my opinion, is supposed to be, it's supposed to be enlightening, uplifting. It's supposed to be something you enjoy doing. It's something that you can integrate into your life and it's not stressing you out. And you have to, have to, have to use your intuition and feel into what feels good for you and what is the way that you want to honor 
honor your ancestors if you want to, or if you want to do deities, or if you want to do extraterrestrials, whatever it is, <laughs> do what feels good to you. And I, I can't like express that enough because I see people come in like, well, this, this person said I'm supposed to do it this way. And this person said I'm supposed to do it this way. And then I'm like, whatever feels good. And as long as you're not like appropriating also and not disrespecting is that's why it's also important to research certain things that if you're not sure, like with hoodoo, there are people who have rules about that and, you know, who's allowed to practice it. There is, you know, working with different sages and, and you know, different practices. So if you're going to go and try a different practice, make sure you're researching and looking into it so you know what you're getting into as well. It just goes back to being intentional. Yes. It goes back to being intentional, 100%. Well, thank you so much, Shoshana. I'm so glad we're able me. to really talk about this. I've been wanting to, you know, really break bread <laughs> with you over this topic and this conversation for a while now. So I'm so glad that it came into alignment in this way. And where can the people find you if they want to work with you or anything like that? You can find me and, um, <laughs> on Instagram. I'm at light your own path, L-I-G-H-T-O-W-N-Y-O-U-R-P-A-T-H-E. And it's the same if you want to um, connect me on uh, um, the internet on my own website. And I have, I'm giving away, uh, giving away a free meditation. So if you're feeling overwhelmed or not sure, like you just feel, ugh, and you want to feel better, Reiki can help you feel better, sleep better, and just feel more calm. And so a free meditation for that that you can get at lightyourownpath.com. And uh, I would love, love, love to be part of your spiritual care or your self-care regimen. Mm, love that. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I've had a Reiki session with Shoshana, y'all. It is amazing. And I can't wait till <laughs> I can get another one. So yes, if Reiki said that you're interested or you're curious about, I highly, highly, highly recommend Shoshana. She's amazing. So gentle, oh, so kind, you. so insightful. Like... It was such a beautiful experience. So yeah, so oh, grateful. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, thank you so much, love. Um, enjoy the rest of your day and have a beautiful start to your week. It's, it's Monday, right? Yeah, it's Monday. Yes, Monday. Have, enjoy the rest of your week. Have a beautiful week. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> All right, Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. Now, don't forget, I'm picking the best review at the end of the month and giving that person a free 30-minute energy reading. So be sure to leave a review for the chance to be selected.